Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Wednesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? Doing great. Good. You look good. You Thank smell you. like olive oil. Um, it's olive. Yeah. I guess it's it olive is. oil. Olive oil and cream. It doesn't smell like olive oil. It smells like lemon. It, it does. No, you smell like a martini. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. All right. Speaking of food, on the Disney Parks blog, they have a foodie guide to the 50th anniversary. That's right. There are a whole bunch of new sips and bites, 150 uh, to be exact, that uh, are part of the 18-month celebration, which is the world's most magical celebration that is finally coming in two days. Um, And a lot of these items have to do with Walt's uh, favorite recipes, as well as dishes from 1971, which was... The year they opened. Excellent. See, I, I you always say I hit you with hard trivia. I didn't say you hit me with hard trivia. I just say you hit me with trivia, and it's hard for me. <laughs> All right. Let's just go over a couple of the highlights. Uh, Magic Kingdom, Auntie Gravity's Galactic Goodies has the Uncle Orville Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow Sunday, um, which is uh, served in a bathtub. Okay. <laughs> which uh, I think is pretty good. That is pretty good. Uh, Be Our Guest Restaurant has the Squid's Revenge, which is a... It's a drink, but it has... Michelada? I've never heard of a Michelada with a salted rim and garnished with charred octopus and cucumber. Oh, it's real octopus. I thought it was just like a... Wow. Something that looked like an octopus. All right. Casey's Corner has the pressed penny silk pie and the 50th celebration hot dog. An all-beef hot dog topped with strawberry bacon jam. Funnel cake pieces and powdered sugar. I don't know about that. Uh, if you're dining at Cinderella's Royal Table, you can get a 50th celebration flight, which is a flight of of Enchante Champagne. Uh, Columbia Harbor House has the Happy Haunts Milkshake. Uh, Cosmic Rays has the Mission to Mars Burger. I think the standout here is, um, oh, is that? From Friar's Nook? Yeah, is that this, that the one? The Toad Burger. Yeah, yes. the Toad Burger. Uh, it looks like, um, it looks like a I don't know. Does it look like a toad? I don't know. It, it does. Looks sort it's of a like bratwurst a burger, but the way it's made, they have olives with pimentos on top of the bun and a pickle tongue sticking out. So it uh, very much looks like a frog. It's really cute in the picture, but I guarantee if you order it in person, it's going to look That's nothing not like what that. It's look like. <laughs> no. So there's a whole bunch of items. I think we have another story about this when we talk about the Magic Kingdom. So we will uh, cover that in a little bit. All right. Also from the Disney Parks blog, uh, they're talking about the celebration that they're having for a cast member's uh, cast family's gold medal accomplishment. That's right. We had told you before the Olympics that Kaylin Whitney, um, whose parents both work at Walt Disney World, uh, were going to be cheering her on because she was running uh, on the track and field team at the Olympic Games in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. And she actually won a bronze and a gold. She's part of one of the uh, female relay teams. So she, uh, she's been training for 15 years. Her parents have supported her. Uh, her family got a little bit of a celebration in the uh, new Ratatouille expansion in Epcot. And a very nice little celebration for her. And not only do her parents work at Walt Disney World, but her grandparents both worked at Disney. And between her parents and grandparents, they have 87 years of employment at, at Disney Parks. Pretty cool. So congratulations to uh, Kaylin and the rest of our Olympians. All right. In Disneyland, um, a new permit was filed that may mean that the Candlelight Processional is coming back. 
That's right. It's a permit that was filed with the city of Anaheim uh, in which Disney has requested permission to install outdoor steel platforms, outdoor wheelchair lifts, accessible platforms, show light towers, audio towers, generators, movable folding viewing seats with wheelchair spaces and companion seats. And this is going to be at the Main Street USA Railroad Station. So uh, that could very well mean the return of the Candlelight Processional in Disneyland. Well, that would be great news. And last year was the first uh, first time that they have not held it All right. in Disneyland. A bummer. Yep. Um, Disneyland Resort um, at the Good Neighbor Hotels, they're offering some keys to magic packages. That's right. Uh, Disneyland Resort's a lot different than, than Walt Disney World. Uh, in that there are only three Disney properties in California at the resort, uh, and they rely more heavily on the good neighbor resorts that are around the park. Mm-hmm. So uh, in order to drive people there, a bunch of different resorts have different goings on. Uh, the JW Marriott Anaheim Resort has a candlelight concert experience um, going on, which uh, is an open-air uh, performance from an all-female ensemble called the Orchid Quartet, and they will perform classic Disney uh, music from films like Cinderella, Peter Pan, Aladdin, The Lion King, and more. Um, what else is going on here? Uh, the Resort Blue Anaheim has a new Keys to the Magic package, um, which offers a discount on overnight accommodations and multi-day tickets and comes with a gift card as well. Uh, they also offer complimentary shuttle service. Um, so there are a number of good neighbor resorts in Disneyland if you're willing to uh, head out that way. Okay. And if you are willing to head out that way, you should always reach out to Tony at MainStreetAndMoreTravel.com. And while you're there, you can ride Big Thunder Mountain Railroad because it's going to be reopening at Disneyland on November 5th. That's right. It closed back on September 7th with a very vague fall 2021 reopening. Um, but they now, according to the Disneyland website, have hours listed starting on November 5th. Oh, good. That's too good a ride to not have open. It is. Um, a party at um, the Blue Bayou has been announced for Magic Key holders who are attending the merriest nights at Disneyland. That's right. This is a new, unique dining experience. And uh, Magic Key holders will have the opportunity to take part in this event, which they are calling the New England Holiday Party, where there will be a Cajun-style culinary boil celebrating friends and family, uh, themed around the holidays, of course. Of course. No pricing details yet. So here's another story about the the food uh, treats that are coming to uh, Disney World for the 50th anniversary. That's right. We have the entire list. And I think the highlight for me uh, was really the Uncle Orville. Yeah. Uh, I just really want a bathtub-shaped uh, ice cream holder. Sure. Um, do you think there's anything else that catches your eye? I don't know. I want the bathtub-shaped ice cream holder, and then I want the sink ice cream holder. You know, you can get from the, the kitchen sink. Yeah, uh-huh. from the kitchen sink at Beaches and Cream. We're just going to get all the uh, fixtures. Gotcha. And maybe they'll put a toilet bowl maybe. Sunday. Yeah. Um, as long as they don't fill it with chocolate soft syrup, <laughs> I'm okay with that. Um, over at Cosmic Race Starlight Cafe, they have the Mission to Mars Burger, which is a burger topped with bacon and macaroni and cheese served on a bun flavored with crushed cheese-flavored puffs. Mm. So I guess it looks like a Martian surface. Um, I think my, my favorite at Cosmic Rays is the 1971 meal, which is a barbecued chicken sandwich, chili cheese fries, and a 50th cake pop. And a fountain beverage. And a fountain beverage, that's right. Uh, a number of restaurants have uh, Walt's chili available. Um, you know, Walt was a big chili guy, 
which we actually got to eat when we were at the Walt Disney Studios in Burbank. Yep. Um, anything else that uh, grabs your eye here? No, not really. I mean, you know, they, they have some different um, kinds of offerings, you know, like you said, with the one that had the jam on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're trying to be uh, a little bit different with some of their choices. Okay. And it looks like the 1971 meal is a series. Ah. Uh, so over at Pico's Bill, they have one that is beef nachos, a side of yellow rice, a fountain beverage, and a 50th cake pop. At Pinocchio Village House, you get an all-meat flatbread with garlic knots, fountain beverage, and a 50th anniversary cake pop. So uh, eat like it's 1971. I don't think we had flatbread in 1971. And I don't think the pricing is going to be anything close to what you paid in 1971. No, that's for sure. <laughs> all right. Let's, uh, if you want to see all of the food uh, and details, you can head over to the Disney Parks blog and, and check out their link. All right. Um, there are some new, uh, there's some new merchandise for the 50th anniversary. Um, they have Vinylmation, Wishables, um, and some ornaments. That's right. This these items were released early um, because you know Disney needs the uh, needs the money, um, but they do have some wishables. Uh, they've got a new snow globe that's going to set you back twenty five sixty seven. It would have been nice if they had priced it at nineteen seventy one. But uh, it's a very nice fiftieth anniversary snow globe, which has Mickey and Minnie in front of the castle on a stage uh, with Donald and Daisy along the side, as well as some other characters. Um, they have the wishable bags that are nine eighty seven each. I think that nineteen seventy one price point would have been uh, very doable. Yeah, and these wishables are very cute. They are cute. Um, but I can't start collecting another thing because I have way too many comic books. <laughs> uh, the uh, Mickey Mouse fiftieth anniversary wishable will set you back nine eighty seven. Uh, there's a full set of vinyl mations for three hundred eighty one dollars and twelve cents. Yikes! Um, and that is a set of one, two, three, four, five, looks like about fifteen vinyl mations. Um, so, you know, there's going to be more 50th anniversary stuff than, than you can shake a stick at. Absolutely. So you got to look at it all and decide what you want. You can't have everything. Yes. You know what I I want? This, yeah. The place that I'm going to try to buy everything is at the confectionery that has just reopened. Um, and tell us a little bit about what they have there. Well, they've opened a day early. It was scheduled to reopen on September 29th, but as of September 28th, it has opened. Uh, it has been completely reimagined. Uh, the interior does not look like it used to anymore. As a matter of fact, if you ask my opinion, I'm going to say it looks too modern. It does not fit the look of a uh, turn-of-the-century, well, 1900s turn-of-the-century candy store. I don't think it looks modern. It's more big and open maybe than it used to be, which is a slightly more modern look, I guess. That but, ceiling is much more modern. But all the shelving and, and everything is all in the same like cream coloring. It's all built-in shelving. Um it's still Victorian looking. Mm, I liked it before. Uh, the big thing for me is that they've removed the uh, chapeau, which was the hat shop next to the confectionery where people could go and get their Disney hats and ears and have them embroidered. Uh, that is gone. And in its place, they have put the Colonel Kitchen, uh, which is a place where you can go and get custom uh, mixed popcorn um, because popcorn now comes with flavors. You can get all sorts of syrups and flavorings and Mars and M&M candies mixed in with it. And uh, in that spot, like I said, they have taken out the uh, the chapeau. So the popcorn is really big um, in some of the Asian um, countries, right? Yes. So maybe they're trying to pull some of that over. Could be. Uh, but the... Uh, Colonel Kitchen, they have three Main Street flavors that are kind of standard, and then you can make your own. You start first by picking a base popcorn. They have caramel, rainbow, 
butter flavor and cheddar. And then you select a syrup, either dark chocolate, milk chocolate, or white chocolate. And then you get to combine it with candies that range from uh, uh, chocolate M&Ms, peanut butter M&Ms, uh, peanut M&Ms, fudge brownie M&Ms, Twix bar, Snickers bar, uh, pretzel pieces. So you can kind of make um, your own version. Your own. And that popcorn is going to set you back uh Two ninety nine? Twelve. Twelve ninety nine. Nice add. try, two ninety nine. That's for two toppings with syrup or thirteen ninety nine for three toppings and syrup, and then additional topping is an additional charge. So uh it's nice, but I don't I don't know. Like, to me, like I said, it uh it takes some of the uh nostalgia away from me. I just want the real actual decorated uh caramel apples to come back. Okay. Instead of the really lame ones. Okay. I want the like Mickey and Minnie ones with gotcha. the the crunchy sugar. Yeah. Yeah, I want to Gotcha. And across, well, down the street at Casey's Corner, the big news is that the Casey's Corner Pianist is going to be returning on October 1st. Great news. Uh, Well, great news. Good news, but not great news. Um, The good news is that uh, the pianist Randy Morris, who was the opening day pianist in 1971, will be playing that day. That's cool. Uh, The bad news, or sad news, is that uh, uh, Jim Omohundro... Uh, who has been the longtime Casey's Corner uh, piano player, has retired. Uh, and there will be a new pianist by the name of Grayson Smith who will be um, replacing Jim. So, uh, you know, he's the ragtime player. He, right. he's, he's the guy I associate with Casey's Corner yeah. over the past 20 or 25 years that we've been going. So uh, sad to see him go, but I guess everybody needs to retire eventually. Yeah. Um, the Main Street Cinema is closed right now because it's going to become um, a 50th anniversary vault collection shop. That's right. Uh, the store is currently closed so that they can get a retro overlay installed there. Um, but that's going to be where you're going to be able to get all of your vault gear. Um, you're not going to have to go out to the co-op uh, over on Disney Springs. Um, and uh, you're going to be able to get all your 50th gear there. So, Oh, good. Bring bring your pocketbook. <laughs> Um, they've added a uh, World's Most Magical Celebration decal to the Cinderella's Castle stage. That's right. There is a temporary platform uh, on the Cinderella Castle stage that does have this new uh, royal blue platform uh, that was installed this morning by some cast members. And, uh, you know, it's it's the big logo. It, it looks nice. It does. Yeah. It's uh, the blue background with the gold lettering and iridescent uh, colors. Okay, this is a strange story. Uh, there's been a new image of Harmonious released. Mm-hmm. All right, and it's debuting early. Um, I believe the live stream is tomorrow, the 28th. Uh, and all they've done is they've released an image, mm-hmm. which is just an artist's conception of what it looks like. So why this is considered news, I don't know. But, um, but we bring it to you anyway. Yes, uh, but uh, I'm sorry, Harmonious will debut on September 29th. So uh, check that out. Tomorrow. Yeah. Or today, depending upon when you're listening. That's right. Um, all right. Um, Disney is working on their festival area, and uh, they keep uh, as making sure that they refer to it as a festival area and not a pavilion building, um, since they've uh, reimagined what they were going to do with that space. That's right. COVID has cost uh, 
had cost more than dollars, and that is attractions. Uh, and one thing that is not being built with the reimagining of Epcot is the uh, pavilion building, the festival pavilion that was supposed to be a uh, multi-story structure uh, that was going to be a view- viewing platform for Harmonious, as well as a place to um, uh, house attractions and stuff when they do their uh, celebrations like uh Flower and Garden Festival. They would do like so it was going to be a festival center, um, and that is essentially the, the footprint they were going to use for this multi-story building is just going to be considered the festival area, um, which is going to be next to the Enchanted Garden. Um, so, not so exciting news uh, there. And uh, the other news is that um, officially. As of October 1st, all of the neighborhoods are now what we refer to um, as the areas in Epcot. Go on our future world uh, interventions uh, and whatnot. Uh, world Celebration is the section in the center of the front of the park that in- includes the Communicore, uh, the Creation Shop, uh, and whatnot over where the, the, the seas, Imagination, and uh, the land R is now called wor- the World Nature Neighborhood. Over where Space 220, Guardians of the Galaxy, Test Track, and Mission Space R is now known as the World Discovery Neighborhood. And then the countries are now known as the World Showcase Neighborhood. So uh, make sure you have your terminology straight. <laughs> okay, I will. And uh, sad news if you enjoyed interactive fountains. Yeah, our kids used to love to play in the uh, Liquid Layer Interactive Fountain. I didn't realize it was called that, but they did enjoy to play over there. And um, unfortunately, that's been permanently closed and paved over. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty sad. But you know who's going to be happy about that? Who? All the parents who didn't bring bathing suits for their kids and whose kids used to like to jump in that water. It didn't matter when it was 95 degrees out. It didn't matter how wet your kid got. They were dry in five minutes. So That's true. All right, um, Canada Far and Wide at the Circle Vision Theater um, in Canada is going to be reopening on November 21st. Excellent. Uh, That closed on June 27th. People were a little concerned uh, why it was closed. Uh, We knew it was going to be housing the Appleseed Orchard as part of the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival. And uh, since that festival ends on November 20th, uh, it has been announced that the movie will once again be available as of November 21st. Good. Yeah, I mean, it had just barely come out, and right. then it was closed. Uh, we haven't seen it yet, but we will be visiting in uh, January, and yep. we'll get to check it out. Yep. All right. Um, they're still working on the new quick service restaurant and the bakery in Epcot near um, the Creation Shop and Club Cool. That's right. It's the location of the former Electric Umbrella. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is going to house, as Cheryl mentioned, a quick service restaurant and bakery, as well as Starbucks. Um, that area is still under construction. And, uh, you know, now that the, can, the um, Creation Shop is done, perhaps Zach Ridley will be posting pictures of what's going on uh, there with that construction. He'll be posting Starbucks updates? Yes. Okay. All right, let's head over to Hollywood Studios. Ah, where another uh, favorite um, is going to be returning. That's right. The Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular um, has been closed since March of 2020, and apparently cast and crew have been called back to work. Good. Uh, And rehearsals are going to be starting in mid-October. The show is expected to return either late this year or early 2022. 
Um, rumor has it that it might go a bit of an uh, undergo a bit of an update, um, but anything is better than when they were using the theater as a relaxation station during COVID. Yeah, I think the, the big thing here is just that we didn't know if a lot of these things were coming back. You know, they closed and. Uh, especially things in the theaters, you just you didn't know if they were gone forever or, or if we'd be seeing them again. So mm-hmm. it's it's great news that we will be seeing them again. Exactly. Um, so this is a really interesting story about um, Amazon working with Disney on uh, a version of an Alexa. That's right. Amazon and Disney have announced Hey Disney, <laughs> which is their new voice assistant that's going to debut in Walt Disney World Resort hotels. Um, this is going to be an Alexa-like. Uh, piece of hardware um, that is going to uh, utilize smart speaker technology to give guests the ability to interact with characters as well as the resort itself in new ways. Um, You're going to be able to listen to jokes, get interactive trivia, get personalized greetings from characters, get soundscapes. But I think the most interesting thing is you're going to be able to ask, hey, Disney, what time does the park open? Where can I get uh, African food? What time does the bus leave? Uh, You're going to be able to order blankets and towels so you won't even have to call down to the front desk to do that stuff anymore. Um, The Echo microphones can be turned off manually. Uh, Parental consent is going to be uh, uh, needed uh, before you can use it. And uh, this is going to debut next year and will be included free as a part of your reservation. And it will also be available at amazon.com slash heydisney if you'd like to use it at home. Cool. All right. Um, at, on Disney Plus, there is now a Disney Parks collection available. That's right. This is a curated uh, bunch of shows um, that you can go to the Disney Parks section if you want to see anything that is related to Disney Parks. Uh, for example, the Imagineering Story, Magic of the Disney's Animal Kingdom, Behind the Attraction, Disney Parks Sunrise Series, The Mouseketeers at Disney World. Um, there are also some uh, the pre-opening report from Disneyland. You get illuminations from Disney Paris. Uh, so there are all sorts of uh shows that have stuff to do with the parks. So you can just log on to Disney Plus and look for the Disney Parks collection. All right, cool. I like to watch some of the old stuff. I think I watched uh, the holidays in Disneyland from like 1960. (laughs) Uh, And it was amazing how completely different it was. Yeah. Um, Southwest has uh, their own wrap, I guess you'd call it. It's a plane wrap for the 50th anniversary. That's right. They have debuted their Walt Disney World 50th anniversary plane. Uh, Mickey and Minnie got up very early to go out to Orlando International Airport to introduce the plane on some very wet tarmac. tarmac. Uh, And it is a new updated Boeing 737 uh, that does have the 50th anniversary logo uh, on the plane. And uh, it's, uh, it's pretty sharp. It's also got some of the golden characters um, along the uh, f- fuselage, and um, it's pretty uh, pretty interesting. And the inside is even decorated with pixie dust and characters, yeah. Uh, as well as uh, I can't see those lasting long. Uh, they've got uh, castles and characters on the window shades, uh, which are going to take some abuse as they go up and down. I hope we get to fly on that so, plane. Very interesting. Yeah. And our last story, we're going to head over to Legoland. Okay, they. Uh They're having a 10th birthday celebration there. 
That's right. As most of you uh, know, we've mentioned before that Legoland opened 10 years ago on the site of the former Cypress Gardens. Um, and uh, it's in Winter Haven, Florida. And on October 15th, they're going to debut the Legoland Story. It's a walkthrough attraction that offers a bit of Lego history and includes an interactive minifigure trading wall and photo displays, including one with the original ride vehicle from the Triple Hurricane roller coaster that Cypress Gardens used to have. You're also going to be able to see three Lego models from the second season of Lego Masters. Oh, boy. I know you're excited about that. Yeah. Um, they're also going to have a Master Builders Workshop. Um, and that is going, that sec, that new section is going to be near the entrance of the park across from Big Shop Retail. They're also going to reopen Mini Land, uh, which is the miniature representations of landmarks across the nation. And, uh, the new thing with that is that they have shaded that area. Uh, that will keep the visitors and models cool. Uh, and then beginning October 15th, they will also have their birthday bash party pop up where guests can dance with Lego characters. Uh, and they'll see, uh, they'll actually get to try a cupcake based on the park's popular granny apple fries on that day. And, uh, later on this month, um, their brick or treat celebration, uh, will continue because, or actually start because that event is held on Saturdays and Sundays through October. And I really like their characters that walk the park. They're, yeah. they're Lego bricks. They're cute. They are. Do you have any, have you ever been to a Lego land? No, I haven't. No, well, no, no one ever took me. Perhaps we should go. I know. Oh, yeah. I sense a 25th anniversary trip to Lego <laughs> land in your future. Uh, any closing words? No. All right. Well, uh, we hope everybody has a good couple of days. And until Friday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.